Because most of us are waiting for God to come down with a thunderbolt of wisdom and an LED light that says, your destiny this way. But that's not how it works. Hello, and welcome to the Money and Miracles podcast with me, Emily King. We call ourselves rich women over here because we are all about living the rich woman life inside and out. We take the taboo out of talking money and we say yes to our desires. And each week I'll be bringing you a dose of money mindset and relatable life stories so you can go out into the world and live your best freaking life. Let's do this, rich woman. I wanted to bring you an episode which feels like a bit of a bold episode topic and a big topic, but I'm breaking it down for you. And the topic of today is how to change your life. Like what? Emily, what do you mean? How did like, how does one just change their life? So I'll tell you the inspiration for this episode came from Facebook. Facebook's good for something. Um, where, you know, when they do the memories that pop up, so the memory popped up, it was like this time 10 years ago, my post was today is donut day at work. It's going to be a great day. So 10 years ago today, it was obviously donut day at work, but I was working a full-time job, a nine to five job and like brushing my teeth this morning and getting ready. I was like, okay, what else was happening? I, I was living at home with my parents at the time. I was what, 26 years old. I was trying to pay off my debt. That's why I was living home. I didn't know what the hell I was doing with my life. I was working as a project manager slash estimator at my dad's construction company. And I felt really lost, but I was clearly making the best of it because it was donut day (laughs) and I was sharing that uh, it was going to be a good day. And so fast forward to today and I'm like, holy shit, I'm now married. I got an amazing child now, the cutest little dog. We've, we're in what's soon to be our dream home. We're going to be renovating it soon, but we're in amazing home. And I've since done over a million dollars in sales with my coaching. And 10 years ago, I didn't even have any idea that this coaching business would even be a thing that wasn't even on my radar. I didn't know. I didn't know that was in the cards for me. So I want to pull a quote from one of my favorite books. It's called The Practice by Seth Godin. And he gives so many amazing like gold nuggets of wisdom and stuff. But one of the things he says is if you want to change your story, change your actions first. We become what we do. Oof. If you want to change your story, change your actions first. So in order to change your life, we got to start by changing your actions. So today, on today's episode, I'm going to be breaking down the three things to change your life. If you take these three nuggets that I'm going to share with you, I know that you can change your life because when I used these three things, it changed my life. So where I want to start is I actually want to start with number one, which is leverage. Here's the truth of the matter. You're going to die. 
you're going to die. And most of us on this earth are trying to do our best at going for the mundane or the ordinary. But I would rather fail going for the extraordinary than get it right going for the ordinary. That is what gets me to show up. I cannot get to the end of my days, whenever that is, going to the pearly gates, hopefully they'll let me in, <laughs> going, shit. I could have done, like, I, I know, I, I wish I didn't let that naysayer get to me, or I wish I didn't let per that person get to me. Like, I'm responsible for my life. I'm responsible for what my obituary gets to say. I'm responsible for my legacy, and that is what I use as my leverage, is I cannot get to the end of my days going and saying, I wish, I should have, I could have. Why did I let this person get to me? So use that as leverage in embracing failure, embracing the screw up. And I'm going to bring a few quotes in today from Seth Godin's book, The Practice, Go Run and Get It. I remember he said something along the lines of, you know, most people have that saying of what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? And then that's a great question of, okay, if I knew I couldn't fail, then I would start my new business. Then I would... Um, quit my job and go do X, Y, Z. If I knew I wouldn't fail, I would ask that person out on a date, you know, um, whatever it might be for you. But he flips it around and I love this turnaround that he gives it. He says, what would you do if you knew you would fail? And that my friends is what I'm doing right now. I am building the coaching business. I am showing up for the stages that I'm scared shitless to step on and speak. So find your leverage, find your line in the sand. I cannot tolerate this anymore. And this is why it's worth it to go forward. Even if I fail. Okay. Second thing is accountability. Accountability is huge. And I read something, I think it was, there. it says something like, when you have accountability, you are 90% more likely to hit your goal. Now, don't quote me on that one. But that's what I read, I believe, online a few years ago. And I was just like, what? 90% more likely to do it. So my accountability today is I was in my head on this podcast in terms of what to say, what to do. I took a break over the summer, so I'm coming back now for season three. I was like, oh, what, like, how, what's the best way to, you know, kick off this new season? What's the best topics to talk, talk about? Do they want to hear about this? Do they want to hear about that? Maybe I should do a little challenge. All these things of possibilities for the podcast. And you know what? You know what I did? I booked a podcasting recording studio. And this morning, I can guarantee you that I would not be sitting down doing a podcast and doing multiple podcast recordings today had it not been that I booked a podcasting recording studio. It probably would be still another few weeks that I would actually get my butt down and sit down and record a podcast had it not been for me booking this. So get yourself accountability. Is there, have you been wanting to get back into running? Is there a running club that you can join? Have you been wanting to get up earlier in the morning? Sometimes all it takes is writing a good friend and saying, hey, I want to start to get up at 6 a.m. because my mornings are crazy and I want to take my mornings back, 
right? I want to be journaling. I want to be meditating. I want to have slow, easeful mornings. That's what I want. So do you want to like be my accountability buddy? And we text each other at 6 a.m. and say, I'm up, right? Accountability doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to cost a lot. It doesn't have to cost you a lot of time. In fact, it ends up saving you time and saving you hard and saving all that stuff. So get yourself accountability. The last but most important step is to follow the illogical nudge. And coming back to that book, The Practice, Seth says, waiting for a feeling is a luxury we don't have time for. Most of us are waiting for perfection. Most of us are waiting for certainty. Most of us are waiting for the safety pass of you get to bypass failure. And that is a luxury that A, you don't get, B, you don't have time to wait for. So with this, I say take the breadcrumbs that are given to you, even the illogical ones. I'll share a story with you about like something that has happened in my life quite recently. So as some of you might know, the last, I guess last almost two years now, I've been running a mastermind with my business partner, Gina. And we were all set this summer to do some business planning. I'm planning out the next cohort of the mastermind and how we would market it and pricing and packages and all that kind of stuff. And when we sat with it, we went, we're not meant to do this. It's not the mastermind. And it's funny, like our hearts were saying one thing and our heads were going, what are you talking about? <laughs> let's continue. Can get, let's get the show on the road. Please continue. We're doing the mastermind. That's how you're going to build your business. That's how you're going to help people, blah, blah, blah. And our hearts were going, no. I know that that's like, uh, a high-end package. There's opportunity to go in depth with people in that program and help them. And, you know, you build your business, you help them build their businesses. Like it felt like win, win, win. But when we peeled it back, we went, no, we're meant to do a different program. And with that, what was born was ELE, which stands for the Extraordinary Living Experience. And it didn't make sense. We were like, what are we doing? We're throwing away our business model. It like it's a fraction of what we used to charge. It's like we, we're starting fresh. We've worked so hard on building this mastermind. Like, what are we doing? So we followed the illogical nudge. And I tell you, it has been liberating, liberating. It feels so good. We already had, we, we launched it this past summer to some clients we were working with. We said, Hey, we have this new program that's coming in the fall. It's starting in October. We're going to pre-sell it now to you because you're already working with us. If you want it, you know, here's the price, blah, blah, blah. We've had eight enrollments thus far. It has been phenomenal. The enrollments, the, the, the kind of feeling already around it. So I share that story because that was a total illogical one. It felt like I was throwing away a business and starting from scratch. But truth be told, it feels so good. It already is financially giving back great reward. 
our clients, well, we haven't started the program yet. It starts uh, first week of October. Our clients are so excited about it. And I feel that it gives more people the opportunity to work with us because it's at a much lower price point. So it's much more available to people. So here's the thing for you though, is that you have to learn how to trust your intuition. You have to learn how to follow the nudge. And listening to your intuition is just like learning a new language. At first, when you learn French, you might know bonjour, au revoir, comment ça va, <laughs> right? The basics. You immerse yourself in French long enough and you're gonna pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. You're gonna learn more and more and more. But what are you doing? You're listening, you're practicing, you're, you're saying the words, even though you're like, I kind of sound like an idiot when I'm speaking this French thing, like, am I saying the right thing? But over time, you get used to it as you immerse yourself in it. And you get it, you eventually get it right. So with your intuition, you listen to it, you act on it. You give yourself that quiet time, you give yourself that pause. You get decisive. So it's this language, this muscle that you're building up that you practice and work with over time. And give it that space to see where your intuition is leading you. Now, if you are sitting out there saying, Emily, I don't even know my first step. I understand that it's frustrating as hell when you feel like you have no idea what you're doing. But like I said, take the breadcrumbs, the illogical ones, the hunches, the things that seemingly don't lead you to your path, so to speak, because most of us are waiting for God to come down with a thunderbolt of wisdom and an LED light that says, your destiny this way. But that's not how it works. God speaks to us with nudges. And one leads us to another, to another, to another, until you realize that your life is completely different, until you realize that, until you get to sit and look back and go, wait a minute, 10 years ago, I was excited to go to my full-time job and get donuts. I got my own damn donut today because I am my own boss. I get to dictate my future. I get to create this beautiful life of financial freedom, time freedom, this extraordinary life is where I am today. But that came from illogical hunches and following those whispers and screwing up and making mistakes and flopping and embarrassing myself and getting back up again and getting back up again and getting back up again because success is just getting up one more time than you got down. So my friends, I hope this inspired you today to not see this extraordinary dream life as this big overnight thing, but rather in a in the accumulation of little teeny tiny steps. We are opening enrollment for this new, like I said, this illogical program, but this amazing program called Extraordinary Life Experience. And it's starting the first week of October. The enrollment is opening very soon, if not now, by the time you listen to this episode. And if you want to get on the wait list, if you want to be, if you want to find out more about this eight week cohort that we're starting in October, I'm going to link the website below in the show notes, go check it out. Cause if there's been this little spark of, ah, 
I want more. I, I like Emily is, is, is speaking to me. That's happening for a reason, most likely. So go to jointheshift.ca, check out the Extraordinary Living Experience, or just go to the show notes, click the link to the website address. All the information will be there. And we are so excited to start this brand new program, this brand new ah, life-changing experience with you guys. So thank you so much for joining me today on this episode. And we will see you again on the next episode. Bye for now. 